She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. to episode 71 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. On today's episode, myself, Emily, and my co-host Senda and our guests are continuing our finale in our steampunk journey in Genesis from Fantasy Flight Games. Special thanks to our patrons of the week, Matt, with no last name, and Camden Wright. Thank you to both of you, and thank you to all of our patrons. You really make this entire thing possible. So our GM today is the story manager at Fantasy Flight Games, Katrina Ostrander, who also helped write this system. In the last episode, myself, Senda, and our special guest, Miriam, arrived in Dr. Petrova's evil laboratory to rescue the common-born magic user Constance. The ruffian goalie was able to distract a pair of dogs with food she'd smuggled out of the gala. Lady Allison fried the elevator with her magic. And then, after discovering Dr. Petrova at work with a Frankenstein's monster-like Dr. Walton, the investigator Cordelia attempted to create a distraction to draw Dr. Petrova's attention. Yes, so your your bullet, because it's a big metal ball, buries itself into the machinery behind Petrova, and lightning just starts arcing between some of the mechanical bits and you hear a curse as Petrova whirls around and realizes that she's not alone and she shouts, Dr. Walton, take care of our unexpected guests. Oh no! Oh no! (sighs) And on her turn, she is going to attempt to repair her machinery. I want to think of of something to say, (laughs) (laughs) but I can't think of anything. Insert Um, witty comment here. Yes, future Emily, insert a witty comment here. <laughs> oh. Ah, damn. Ooh, snap. Ooh, so oh. She is able to get the machinery back under control. Oh, my gosh. That's another triumph. <laughs> the lightning starts to wreathe some of the coils in between her machinery and Constance, and you see the liquid that was going in between the the tubes and the like compressor like starts glowing and oh. constant starts glowing oh is not not good hold on there's one more die that i need to roll for that because of that head ringer from before oh yes ah. <laughs> let's see oh so she is able to barely patch it together and the liquid starts glowing, but Constance does not start glowing. Nice one, goalie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dr. Petrova, it looks like you're the monster here. (laughs) Yes, well done. (laughs) That one, yes. Yes, that that one. (laughs) (laughs) Is it okay if I go next? Yes. I would like to either get within short range and shoot the IV off so that it doesn't get into Constance, or if that's not doable, run up and try to just tear it off. So you think that running up and tearing it off is definitely going to be easier than trying to shoot basically wires. It's going to require less finesse. However, it is going to put you within Dr. Walton's reach. 
That's fine. Can I throw a thing out there? Because you're really good at shooting things. I'm not super good at combatty stuff. So if you want to do something combatty, and I'll do, I can do something like run in and pull the IV out. Sure. I, mean, I have spells. They're good, but I think your gun's better. I'm just concerned you're going to be in range of Doctor Walton, which is not a good idea for your welfare. My my complexion. <laughs> I will maybe go in anyway, like just to make sure that I can pull Constance out. I will get in range of Walton, but I will maybe shoot at Walton like some sort of like warning shot like or sort of like a hobbling shot to not uh, to maybe impose some disadvantage and to protect you. Do you have the coercion skill at all? It's under social skills? Oh, there coercion. No. Okay. I'll let you roll ranged agility instead for this. It's going to be a hard check in order to kind of scare off Dr. Walton and also like land it close enough to startle her but not close enough to injure her. Okay. Purple dice, green dice, and yellow dice? Yes. So there's going to be three purple. Two green, two yellow. Yep. And for you, you also add a setback die because you've got the ragtag pistol. And we also add a threat to your final tally. That's two successes and one threat, and I guess another one from my uh, pistol. You take a strain as you have a moment of panic as you think you might have accidentally shot Constance in the process. So you take a strain, but then you realize that no, she's fine and you missed and you have startled Dr. Walton. Dr. Walton kind of looks around for a moment, sees Cordelia and a flash of recognition washes over her eyes. Don't shoot her. She's Dr. Walton. I'm not trying to, but... I'm not sure whether she's friend or foe, and I'm going to start trying to see if I can get Const, like, basically pick Constance up and take her away, but obviously probably not this turn. Yeah, you'll need to make a skullduggery check on those bonds in order to free her of the belts and the straps that are keeping her in place. Okay, I'll do that on my next action. So the only remaining person in our initiative order is Dr. Walton, who... Is going to be making... Wait, no. No, wait. I haven't gone yet. Oh, you haven't gone yet. (laughs) I lied. (laughs) Liar. Sorry, I'm reading. There was something in here. Uh, There we go. Average leadership check. Okay. Ah, inspiring rhetoric. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Maybe not quite yet, because I don't know if we're all really strainy yet. (laughs) I'm three out of nine at the moment. Maybe next time. Yeah, I might do that. Okay, there's a lot of stuff going on. One of the things that I know is I know how to basically get what I want by assuming that I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to, in my best, I belong here and I am doing exactly what I am supposed to do. I'm going to walk right past Dr. Walton. I'm going to rip all the cords out of Constance. And then I'm going to take, I think I'm the machine that's going, can I also attack it in, in that motion or... I just, I just push it over. So you have to choose between pulling the cords out and attacking. No, I'm, I want to pull the cords out. Yeah, I'm, I want to pull the cords out and then like, if I can push it over, I'll push it over if I'm not going to like actually attack. We'll see if you generate advantage or a triumph yes. on your check. Then we might be able to do things. That's true. And this is going to be a medicine check in order to not accidentally hurt Constance. Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. I was really trying to make it like a presence or willpower. (laughs) 
I will say that you can add two boost dice from your motivation because you need to save Constance in order for both of you to get into the academy. Obviously. Okay, good. So we're going to go. So I'm going to roll three green, two blue. And what's the difficulty? (laughs) It's going to be an average medicine check. Okay. And then do you want to upgrade this with a story point? I actually, I could be dumb, but I'm feeling reasonably good about this right now. So I'm going to save them. How many do we have right now? You have three and I have one. Okay, I'm going to save those. Okay. Okay, guys, here we go. We got three successes. Nice. Yay. So because you're concentrating so much on removing the cords without hurting Constance or causing her to be bleeding everywhere. You're not able to also kick down machines, but you do have her no longer strapped up to whatever that green glowing liquid was. Good. Now we go to Dr. Walton's turn. Dr. Walton is essentially staggered this turn from the ringing blast that Goalie let out, and she seems to be stuck in a moment of indecision. Like she Like, she recognizes who's around her, but there's also something else that's kind of driving her in a direction to follow Petrova's orders. She seems conflicted, and she is at a stalemate in her own mind. Go back up to the top of the order with a single PC slot. I'm happy to take it. Go for it. Go for it, if you have an idea. All right. I'm going to pull out my sword cane. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to pull the sword part out. Yeah, I'm going to pull the sword out of the cane. There it is. My goal is to get one-on-one with Petrova, and I am willing to kill her at this point. I wish I could do something else because I'm not very good at this, but... Real quick, Senda, suffer two strain because in order to get from medium range to engage range, you'll need to have spent a second maneuver. Okay. All right, so you're ready to kill Dr. Petrova, Cordelia. Yes, I am. Are you going to make a melee attack roll for that? I will, yes. And um, I have two green. With y'all's permission, I'd like to upgrade them. Yep. Yep. Sounds good. So does that mean I get two yellow or only one yellow? Only one yellow. I think you can only spend one. Okay. And I'm going to say that because you're also, you're trying to save Dr. Walton and that's your core desire, you'll also get the double boost dice on this too. Woo! However, your your enemy, Dr. Petrova, is an adversary, meaning that instead of two difficulty dice, they're both upgraded to challenge dice. You've got two reds. One green, one yellow, two blue, two red. It's a rainbow. I get two advantages and one failure. So I don't I don't manage to hit her, but my advantages are I'm driving her back away from Constance and from the machinery. So it's a have at ye moment. <laughs> <I'm guard. laughs> and she's like, whoa. Dr. Petrova is going to strike back at this moment. You realize that the gloves that she's been wearing, they begin to spark and light up into shock gloves, and she reaches out to your neck to electrocute her with her mad science weapons. Oh, no. no. Told you we should have gotten captured. Okay, I have a soak three. Okay. Does that include the white tie attire? (laughs) Yes, it does. She's going to aim, and it's going to be two difficulty die to hit you and melee 
I'm, do you want to upgrade her incoming attack so that it's one red, one purple, or are you good with two purple? I'm going to, at this point, not upgrade okay, her attack. She's going to upgrade, though. I'm going to flip one of my points. Yellow, yellow, boost from aiming, and two difficulty dice. And she succeeds. Ah, oh, Chris. <laughs> no, no, it's not Star Wars. <laughs> What's a steampunk version of curses? Blast. Egads, boy. <laughs> You're going to soak all of the damage that she does, but she is able to inflict three strain damage because these shock gloves have a three stun rating on them, and those two advantage are enough to make that happen. Yeah, she doesn't do any, she doesn't draw any blood or anything, but I had no idea she had these shock gloves, and so she doesn't quite get them around my throat, she kind of gets them maybe on my shoulders, and it's... It's shocking. It's shocking. Your hair goes... And the cabbie hat kind of sparks off my head, because my hair is now all (laughs) staticked out. And the fake mustache also pops off my face. Oh no, your identity is revealed! (laughs) Emily and Miriam, how much strain do you guys each have? At the moment, I still have three on nine. Okay. I have nine left. I have five out of 14. Okay, me too. Okay. Okay. Just, I have a thing. I'm holding it in reserve and I'm like, is now the time? Maybe not quite yet. Okay. (laughs) Carry on. It's not quite dire. Who shall go next? I think it's you. (laughs) Okay. No, no. I mean, I think it's 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 an NPC. No, that was that was Doc. Yeah, Doctor Petrova just won. Sorry. Yeah, so it's between right. the two of us. Oh, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I say, are you able to free Constance? Actually, so I don't know. Are these belts that are like locked, or are they just like belts that anybody could open up? They are locked, but you have. If you had something that could cut them, do you want to deal with the belts? <laughs> and I will attack. Yeah, you can help your friend. I'll make sure Constance's okay. And okay. I will try to find the quickest way to free Constance, either through skullduggery or simple just atta- like uh, slashing the belts. Skullduggery is your best bet, and it's going to be hard, due mainly just because you're under pressure and there's a time component here, and you're just dreadfully worried for losing Constance and the hope that she represents for everyone in the squalor. Okay, so that's purple, green, and yellow dice? There's three purple, and then, yes, however much Skullduggery upgrades your cunning by. Two green, two yellow. Two successes and one advantage. Nice. Nice. Well done. So yeah, you're able to undo the locks on these bindings and you're able to free constant and can spend that advantage an easy option would be to like the hope that your character feels at freeing her she's been she's had the tubes taken out of her she's now no longer restrained you can recover a strain for the relief at the situation would i be able to do that and maybe put her somewhere safe or is it either or the advantage that you have generated is not quite enough, I would say, to... Is she conscious? Yes, but she's, like, pretty panicked. I will, instead of taking away a strain, I will try to convince her to go to someplace safe. Okay, okay. So you're going to try to calm her yeah. instead of yourself. And say, you need to you need to get out of here, get, get to safety. We'll um, just ask for, and I throw the name of a contact. Like, I'm trying to get her to get out of the warehouse. Okay. Sure. She doesn't need to be convinced. She wants to get out of here. Flee! 
Daniel will, Daniel, or sorry, not Daniel, Jordan. whoever, well, Jordan will uh, know who you are and what to do. Perfect. I want to cast Arcane Spear at the back of Dr. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. I can't, I, I've been terrible with names today. I'm so, Petrova. Petrova. That's where you got Cordova. Cordelia and Petrova. Is that like your ship? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Cordova. Them. That's the shipping. Here's what I'm going to do. So basically, I turn away from Goalie and Constance in, in that situation, and I point my parasol directly at, don't laugh, it's very effective. <laughs> um, no, it's just really direct- cute. It's really awesome. <laughs> directly at Dr. Petrova's back, and I'm standing very firmly and, like, very, like, very determined face. When you send magic through it, does it burst open? <laughs> oh, my. Are you magical oh girling steampunkiness? Shh. So there's, there's like, energy gathering at the tip, like, light energy you can see all gathering at the tip of it. And then I just, like, swing it around and fire this kind of energy attack magical arcane thing at her back. Perfect. I think that I'm going to do this as an empowered attack. Yeah. So the, uh, <laughs> the cool thing about Genesis magic is that there's a lot of customizability with the spells. And although I've kind of generated example spells for Senda so that she doesn't have to flip through the rule book, essentially you're taking like what kind of magic attack you want to do or curse or shield or those kinds of things. And then you can increase the difficulty to do extra effects. And in this case, what does Empower do, Senda? So Empowered actually doubles the base damage nice. for this spell from three to six. Um, and then still one additional damage per success. Awesome. So you're sitting at average difficulty, yeah. two purple dice? Is it just two or is it an additional two to the easy that it had to begin with? If it's easy to begin with, that's when it's yeah. at short range, which I think you are based yeah. off of your where you were before. And it's going to be, is it plus one or plus two purple dice? It's it's plus two purple okay, dice. Okay, so then you're going to be, it's a hard it's check. Hard. So three purple, and then it's using Arcana, which I have two ranks, and it's intelligence. So I have two yellow, one green. Do you want to spend a story point? Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to spend that story point. Yes, okay. this is, yeah, this is this a good... This is important. I would like to hit. <laughs> Blowing my dice. Come you on. You can do it. Woo! Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, please hit, please hit, please hit. Okay. So we have two successes and one threat. That's a total of eight damage. Yes. Woo! Nice. Yeah. Woohoo! That's like a lot of damage. <laughs> And uh, the strain, so you suffer two strife or st- two strain for activating the magic, and then I'm going to inflict yep. another strain on you for you concentrating in order to empower your spell. Ah, that's getting scary, guys. <laughs> I'm going to roll crit over here because I know that she's already sustained one, and you pushed her over, so we'll see what else kind of happens. So instead of 68, it's 78. Overpowered, you can make an another attack against her. Nice. Yes. Yes. Yes, I would like to make another attack against her now. <laughs> so she's already incapacitated on the floor, which is what that crit is from. So 
you can either choose to like lay into her and potentially kill her or hold off and leave her incapacitated so you can apprehend her. Oh, do we want to apprehend her? What what as players, what do we want from this story? <laughs> I think I think that's Emily's decision cuz she seems to have a You have a personal vendetta. Yeah. Here's the thing. I want to kill her, but we may never get Dr. Walton back to normal if we do. Oh. Can Dr. Walton even be saved? After she's she's like knocked prone and everything, I'm is she knocked out? Yes. Okay, so cuz I was going to going to threaten her, you know, can you undo this and she You could slap her awake. But if we're going to do that like Tie her up or something first. And also, right. is Dr. Welton now still? Yes. So if she's <laughs> taken care of, I will turn back to do- Dr. Walton. I guess apprehend is the option. Yeah, I, I think we're going with apprehend. So we're still in initiative because Dr. Walton hasn't been swayed to your side. So Dr. Walton is now going to attack the nearest person after having been, like, you know, snapped out of it just from goalies shot, but that has since worn off. Dr. Walton is going to attack Allison. Is there any way I could make myself a bigger threat so Walton goes after me instead? You don't have time to do that because we're already at the NPC's initiative. Okay. It's gonna spend two strain to aim. So that's a success (laughs) with the terrible claws that Dr. Walton now has. That's gonna be six damage. Ouch. And it's going to ignore three of your soak, because it's got pierce three. AKA all of it, so six. Dr. Walton's claws just, like, pierce your arms as she grabs you and, like, hoists you up to, like, as though she's gonna hurl you against a wall. Ah! No! (laughs) Alright, PC slot. I instinctively shoot Walton in the head, because I see my friend in danger. Go ahead and roll to hit. You're at short range. So that's one purple die. Triumph. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, Cordelia. (laughs) I have very mixed emotions about this. I'm so sorry, Cordelia, but it was either that or my new friend. Even though I keep calling her princess, I still don't want her hurt. (laughs) Go ahead and roll a crit. Do you want to use that to trigger a critical hit? Because you want to, like, slow her down as best you can? Okay, go ahead and roll a crit. And I have my Vicious Stew, I think, which is add 20. Yes. So go ahead and roll it, and then I'll tell you based off of my uh, table what it actually is. So that would be a 43. Okay. Bold over, knocked prone, and suffers one strain. You are able to land Dr. Walton on her back. She lets go of Allison. And now it's a PC slot again. You guys can try to deal with Dr. Walton. She is... Knocked over. What do you guys do? We should con. I mean, I I think in this situation we should attempt to convince her. Um, All right. Yes. Yep. And I might be the best person to do yeah, that. Yeah, I was. Yes. I was thinking that you 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 might be. I mean, I have good coercion, but like you have a relationship with her, and I try to help by pinning. Uh, what's, uh, sorry, filling Walton down. <laughs> I'm having the same problem now. <laughs> uh huh. If I can. So you'll go first. Go ahead and make a brawl check to try to grapple her. Okay. And this is going to be average difficulty, except that she has 
adversary, I believe, which makes it harder to do stuff to her. Damn right she yeah, does. So <laughs> instead of this being a two purple check, it's going to be a purple and red check. But you also get a boost die because she's on the ground, and that's a benefit for you. So one threat, three success. You take a little bit of strain as she wrenches around and tries to escape your grasp, but overall you're able to hold her in place, so she's not going to be a threat to anyone anymore. I say, Cordelia, say something! Can I use my knowledge of science to figure out what's been done to her? For science! Yeah. For science! For science! Two ranks in science skill, that's why I wanted to <laughs> Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> Go ahead, it's going to be a hard check, and I'll spend a story point. To upgrade that. So purple, red, red? Purple, purple, red. <laughs> oh, <Nope>. wow. Oh, <laughs> my am, God. I have no idea what is going on. That was five failures, y'all, but six advantages? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very weird. So I don't know what's wrong with her, which is what the check was. Yep. But... I break down crying and go to hug her, and she recognizes me. <laughs> oh, hug me too, because I'm kind of... <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> yes, with your six advantage, oh you gosh. begin to cry, and Dr. Walton, a single tear, like rolls down her face as she recognizes you, and she stops straining under your grasp, Gully. And she stops being so stiff, she kind of seems to relax, and she, as you get closer, close enough to hug her, Cordelia, she wraps her large, unnatural arms around you. And I'm stuck between the two of them. <laughs> Goalie sandwich. You're stuck in the most awkward Frankenstein beer. <laughs> I'm just like, at least buy me dinner first. <laughs> and I'm just like, Jane, Jane, what did she do to you? She, she wanted help with the experiment, and I told her no. The last thing I remember was her apologizing, saying that she wished it didn't have to come to this, and then... The next thing I knew, I, I recognized you as you were coming up the, the elevator, and I, I don't know what else happened, but what am I? You're my friend. Another tear, kind of. Oh. <laughs> and flat me, regardless of shipping. <laughs> and I'm just awkwardly kind of trying, not trying, just like, um, guys... Guys. What what was Dr. Petrova trying to do, Jane? She she looks at the she kind of sits up, looks at the equipment, looks around, looks at the table, and she says, I remember something about her trying to figure out the blood. She said must have been some royal bastard. There was no way that that blood could have spontaneously appeared, but she had to test it to be sure. Was she trying to somehow splice the gift into super soldiers? Dr. Walton shakes her head, and but she kind of like gets up and leads you over to a desk where you see a letter addressed from the private secretary of the house heliotrope 
This is from the queen's private secretary, the person who delivers oh. all the letters to her. And it is a letter from Darsha Tremaine, the, the private secretary to the queen, instructing Dr. Petrova to uncover the source of the gift in Constance at any cost. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, awkward. I turn to goalie and I'm you like... You see there's big red splotches all over me and it looks like blood initially and then you realize, oh no, those were just like berry pies that exploded in the hug. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, I, I look over at goalie and I'm like, you think the levelers could uh, use at least uh, three new helpers? Yes. Yes, we could. You now understand why this sort of classist and elitist system is bad for everyone. It leads to this, where people are nothing but expendables because they're not off uh, the correct station. I set my parasol very delicately, point down in the middle of the floor, and and I take the handkerchief, the red handkerchief that I just have, like, ugh, barely tucked in, and I actually, like... I was thinking it would like actually tie it around my neck or something, someplace like really obvious. Yes. Well, I have I've not worked uh, against the levelers, not really worked for them. Perhaps I didn't understand their plight until now as well. There are so many stories of people missing, but no one cares. I reach into somewhere and pull out a red fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I actually laugh, but it's like a laughing with you, not at you. If we were to continue this as a campaign, then you guys would obviously have to investigate this Darsha Tremaine and see whether she's acting on the Queen's orders or against the Queen's orders. Good job, you guys managed to see. Maybe she's not really concerned with the classist stuff. She's just more concerned about an unfaithful husband. (laughs) Yay! for running and thank you so much for playing yeah. Yeah. thank you thank you so much for having me it was great to play with you guys you guys are a fun lot really quickly before we actually wrap up we'll start with you again Miriam where can people find you on the internet if they want to see like you and stalk you and be friends with you and stuffs okay <laughs> I guess I'm kind of flattered um, so <laughs> on Twitter the worst way possible to introduce that <laughs> carry on you can find me on Twitter at media underscore junkie and on Facebook facebook.com slash the dot media dot junkie and there's going to be lots of playing games social issues and cats <laughs> yay <Awesome. laughs> I approve of all of these things right nobody nobody here likes talking about social issues or deal or you know, <laughs> yeah. anything like that Oh, the sarcasm. Or cats. Yeah, cats, or cats. are terrible. Yeah, I have cats. two of them. Uh, I guess no one's roosting there at the moment. <laughs> cool. And then, um, Katrina, so tell us, um, where can people find you on the internet? And where can they check out Genesis if they want to play their own games? Genesis is hopefully at your local retailer now. Otherwise, you can order it straight from the Fantasy Flight Games web store. If you've been thinking about checking out a cinematic, somewhat pulpy system for any genre, mix and match tones and styles, then absolutely check out Genesis. As you can see, it supports intrigue and mystery pretty well. As for, you can check out my blog at triplecrit.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Lindevi. 
I blog about game mastering tips and writing tips and all sorts of other role-playing related stuff. So hope to see you around the uh, social media. Awesome. Thank you so awesome. much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys again for being here. Thank you, Kat, for running. Yep. Thank you for yes. inviting me this on. Thank really you. Fun. <laughs> I love I love social games. Me yeah. too. Yep. Uh, I also um, kind of love the uh, the dice <laughs> for this one. Yeah, um, I love. I like them in Star Wars. I like them in this one. It's yeah. just a thing. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense, and sometimes can do some really cool things. Like I failed five times, but I six got advantages. six advantages. Yeah, I know. I love the way they draw a story like that. It's fantastic. We hope you enjoyed listening to episode 71 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, head over to sasgeek.com or find us on Twitter at sasgeekpodcast. If you really like us, please drop us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps new people find the show. And if you like us, hopefully you want more people to listen to our show. We would love to have more people listening to our show. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more music, merchandise, and tour dates at kieranstrange.com or on Twitter at kieranstrange. We'll see you in two weeks for our next adventure. I'm ready.